from the Stakes Podcast. Uh, this week, we'll preview the interview that I did with Laura Erickson, who will be the featured artist for the third issue of the magazine. Uh, Laura's primarily a veterinarian, uh, but she's also a really talented painter. Uh, I talked to her about her artwork, her method, how she finds time in her schedule to devote to her craft, and we talked about uh, the pieces she submitted for the magazine. Now, we'll, we'll only listen to a few chunks of the interview this time around, but we'll release the full interview probably right after her issue comes out. Um, just as a note, I'll try my best to include the pictures we're talking about in this interview wherever you may be listening to this, but at the very least, they'll be out on the website. So if they aren't where you are, go there, beautifulmistakes.com. Um, most likely they'll be underneath the podcast section. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the interview. So I guess the first question as always is, you know, um, what what is your art? Can you describe it for me? Um, yeah, so um, I mostly work with oil. Um, mm-hmm. And I started in undergrad as a minor. Um, I took a minor in studio art painting. Uh-huh. Because I, I was a biology major and wanted to kind of get out of the lab. Because um, I don't know if you took any of the bio classes in Truman, but it's it's a lot of lab time. So I kind of wanted an extra out for studying mm. science all the time. So right. Um, yeah, and I mostly work with oil. Uh-huh. Um, that's what he started us out with. Um, so and I kind of did kind of surrealist type um, work with mostly underwater sea life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, I watched a lot of documentaries um, about deep sea life and um, just ocean life in general and right. really enjoyed some of the interesting creatures that you see under there you never even, I've never even seen before. So right. um, it's kind of, that was my inspiration for a lot of my work. Yeah, very good. You definitely get the impression looking at it like I don't even know how to describe it like it kind of it's kind of like an oil slick yeah at least that's the impression that I got when I was looking at it but I I definitely like the uh the uh nature spin that you put on a lot of it yeah a lot of octopuses and stuff like that so yeah absolutely that's one of my favorite things to paint yeah. Octopus, yeah. All those, you know, dangly legs and little suckers and it's just it's really fun to paint and oil is a very forgiving medium, so if you if you mess up something it's really easy to go back and change it later. Mm-hmm. Just let it dry and then go back and fix it. Um I'm like watercolor, which I've worked with too and I, I just I never got used to it and it's it's a very acquired um technique you have to get down and I'm I'm just more of an oil person. It's more forgiving. Yeah. I've only kind of dabbled in painting a little bit and then only in watercolor, but I'm not disciplined enough for it. Like it's too easy to touch something on accident that's still wet and just ruin it. So exactly. Yeah. So, um, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who's trying to get started with oil painting? Like where's a good place to start? What kind of supplies do you need? Um, you can go to any art supply store, even Michael's, um, mm-hmm. and Michael's has sales pretty often, 
and I try to hit them up when they have sales. Um, and just get, you know, your basic you know, monochromatic colors is a good place to start, and you can always make whatever color you want as long as you have your red, yellow, blue, um, black, and white. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just play and mix with the colors and see what you get out of it. Um, I think that's a technique um, that's pretty easy to get down once you start working with them is just making your own colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's what I like to use is this. Um, it's called a disposable easel. It's like a a stack of kind of slick paper that you can buy. Uh-huh. Um, and you can mix your colors on there. And then once once you're finished using that little easel, you can just rip off that sheet and throw it away. Oh, cool. It's a lot nicer than using you know, those plastic easels that you have to wash. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of the oil-based paints you can't put down the sink. You have to use paint thinner, which is a pain. <laughs> so right. I don't mess with those. I use the the water-mixable ones, and those are a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, you can wash your brushes in the sink, and you don't have to worry about polluting the sewer system or anything like that. So right. um, I think that's a good base to start with. Um. Would you say that your work has any kind of a message, or is it really more just kind of sharing your impression of those documentaries? Um, for the most part, it's just if I see something interesting on those documentaries, um, you know, I start Google imaging, you know, that particular creature, mm-hmm. um, and just see if I can find something that looks interesting that I can base it off of, and I try to go by the colors. Um, I, I love using the bright colors, so anything, any of those animals that have bright colors, I like to paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and my more recent ones, I kind of, um, after taking, uh, I took a microscopic anatomy class, uh-huh. um, my first year of veterinary school, and some of the most interesting cells that, you know, on a microscopic level you don't even think about are just amazing looking. Um, and with all these special stains that they have out there, it's like, it's a work of art in itself. Right. Seeing things on a microscopic level. So a couple of things I, I kind of based off of, um, some microscopic images that I've seen. So another one I thought was really interesting. It's the black and white one with the two guys. One is sitting uh, and one's laying down. mm Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my very first painting ever, actually. Really? Um, and that was um, for, you know, day one of painting one. Uh, we had to do a monochromatic-based um, oil painting mm-hmm. of whatever image that we chose. So um, I was actually flipping through some of my CD booklets that I had. and um, That's actually a picture of... Anthony Kiedis and Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, and I just thought it was a really interesting photograph, like mostly silhouette and a lot of shadows to play with. Uh-huh. And I thought that'd be fun for a monochromatic type image. Um, so that was, yeah, that was my very first painting, and I'm pretty partial to that one, too. Yeah. What kind of effect do you think your... Um painting class your art classes had is it something you would definitely recommend to someone who has no experience or oh absolutely absolutely um 
it's something I didn't really think I would go very far with, but uh-huh. it's something that I am still interested in and doing today, I mean, years after I graduated. And um, I know at Truman, to even get into some of the painting classes, you have to do, you know, drawing one. Um, I can't remember the other one. There is another class that you have to do, like design one, I think it was. Hmm. Um, and I think you have to do drawing to design to So it's a couple of semesters to actually get to the painting classes. Um, right. but I'm not sure how other schools do it, but it was something that I found was worth it in the end. I know it was a lot of time. Um, but it was something that, you know, gave me a release from studying biology and chemistry all the time. Yeah. It was really enjoyable. So it's, um, uh, mostly a stress release for me, um, when I first started getting into it, but now it's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. something I do for fun or um, getting into art shows or um, doing commission work. So yeah. it, it opened a couple doors for me, and I'm greatly appreciative for that. So Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that's it for now. Uh, like I said before, we'll revisit the rest of this interview at a later date. Uh, next time on the podcast, we'll listen into my interview with Tom Ford, an awesome movie maker who joined us during our first ever film night. Well, like I was saying, I'm, a, I'm an old guy, and I'm not supposed to change careers at 55. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, the people that think like that never really do anything different. And... Until then, peace.